Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome into episode 278 of the Sources A Podcast, your go-to Kentucky basketball and recruiting podcast on the Growing KSR Podcast Network, presented by Justice Dental. Today's show is Unfortunately, a big one breaking down the latest on Zonomir Ivicic and his enrollment status at the University of Kentucky. But, but, but before we get started, a very quick message from our friends at Justice Dental. Sources say is presented by the great team at Justice Dental. Visit one of their two Lexington locations. It's on Wellington Way and um, of course, I got the changed ad read, so I don't even have the other one in front of me, but it's two great Lexington locations. Scheduling an appointment online at justdental.com or by calling or texting 859-543-0700. Dr. Thompson, Dr. Justice, and their team look forward to seeing you soon. I'm your host, Jack Pilgrim of Kentucky Sports Radio. Very uh, excited and nervous and it is what it is, and now Sean's not even on the screen anymore uh, for a very jam-packed episode of the Source Day Podcast. Uh, Steven, what, what's the deal with Sean? Did he just dip? Uh, he said he's having some issues, but he's trying to get back in. You know what? It is what it is. We'll be just fine. We have a lot to talk about. You guys know why we're here. Uh, unfo- very unfortunately, Big Z is not in Lexington. Um, the plan had been for... Uh, basically since the the minute he signed for him to arrive prior to the start of fall uh the the fall semester the start of fall classes everybody else has uh, arrived on campus they are here they are uh get you know getting workouts done they're in in classes uh big z did not uh show up for that very unfortunately uh then the ad drop deadline unfortunately came and went without the addition of big z uh, and now here we are. It is September 5th and still no sign of Big Z. Uh, unfortunately, we are waiting for Sean to get back in. Uh, Steven, do you want to jump in to kind of bounce some ideas off of each other until we get Sean back? Or how do you want to do this? Yeah, that, yeah, that's fine. I'm up here in KS office working with uh, Adam Luckett right now. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. All right. So we get uh, – it, it's just been an absolute nightmare. It's been as – Difficult and frustrating of a situation as imaginable. Um, we got a, an official statement for misinformation, quote unquote, by the University of Kentucky today uh, about what is being put out there regarding an, an, uh, a student athlete who is attempting to uh, become a Kentucky Wildcat. Let me go on and um, 
read that official statement from UK. Unfortunately, misinformation is being perpetuated uh, regarding the admission status of someone wishing to attend the University of Kentucky. The truth is members of our university from our athletics department to our administration and all other units are working together efficiently and in a manner that is consistent with the institution's admission standards. These are often complex issues with multiple aspects to them and they require many people working to do the right thing for an individual wishing to attend the university that is what we are doing spreading unfounded rumors helps no one steven peak um okay here's i've been sharing this all day um he is not why do we have to pretend that this matters why do we have to pretend he's not here for the engineering program he's not here to learn how to be a nurse or a doctor he's here to play basketball why is it this hard? He's here to play basketball. I don't, I've watched the video. He can speak English fine. Even if he couldn't, if he could communicate on the basketball court and get buckets, these guys are here to play basketball. This, if college is supposed to set you up for that next step in your professional career or whatever, he, he's already playing professional basketball. So obviously that's where he's going. It just doesn't make sense. Um, obviously, I don't know anything about what's going on. I don't know. I know you have more insight than I do. But just from where I'm sitting, like as a fan, it's really frustrating. These guys are here to play basketball. Let them do that. The, the, all of this stuff shouldn't matter. If all, everybody else can get in uh, who puts in, I mean, you know, puts in an application, gets in. Why is it that somebody who's going to bring in revenue for the athletics department, bring in revenue for the university? Most, you know, most students don't have that opportunity uh, to give something back to the university. Basketball team, football team does, other sports do. He's here to play basketball. Let him play basketball. Yeah. So the issue is all international students, all foreign students uh, trying to be admitted by the University of Kentucky require an English proficiency exam. Big Z has taken several of them, and each one has been denied for various reasons by the university, which has led to internal frustration on the basketball program side, on uh, Evisage's side, uh, and that's where they are working against the clock. I don't believe there is a midnight, you know, 11.59.59 deadline tonight to get this in order. Uh, I was told today that things are slowly starting to trend in the right direction, at least where there's some, some semblance of movement. I would be lying if I didn't say that I, I think the trending topic today, I, I mean, this became a free Big Z became a top 10 trending topic nationally uh, today. I, I don't think that happens by accident that we get that and that leads directly to a public statement from the university itself, which shout out Big Blue Nation that, you know, I think those two absolutely go, go hand in hand. But John Calipari in the basketball program are frustrated right now because I think there is some impatience on Big Z's part. Big Z believes that he has submitted everything necessary to become a student athlete at the University of Kentucky or at minimum in the United States. There are other programs that are kind of peeking and poking and prying and and just seeing, you know, if this is kind of lingering a little bit. We're now September 5th. Basketball season is two months away. If you're not going to make it into the University of Kentucky, we'd love to have you, you know, the this was kind of a behind closed doors. They have this cow worked in silence to get this done to kind of avoid him becoming available, quote unquote. And now we've kind of approached a situation where Big Z just wants to play basketball. All he cares about is getting to the United States and playing college basketball. And that is being blocked for him right now. And I think other schools are kind of seeing that as an opportunity of, hmm. If he can't get in, maybe we should try to pry. And that's the frustration on Cal's part that they don't want to risk that. Cal wants him. He's excited to coach him. Big Z is excited to be here. This is so unnecessarily dramatic for a school with an acceptance rate of 95%, Stephen. And we're, we're, we're left dealing with this. There's some details and, and different things that, uh, that I'll get into here in a little bit. But... Just on a big picture level, this is a school with a 95% acceptance rate. Why are we pretending that we're the Harvard Harvard of the South? It's going to take you know everything to get this kid in. He's a smart kid. He can speak four languages. 
for him to be shut down on an English proficiency proficiency exam is absolute nonsense, just on the absolute surface level. And then when you dig below the surface, it gets even more ridiculous. I believe you're muted. I, so I want to. So what what is the reason? Because I I read, of course, read the post on X or tw I read the tweet, and um, I didn't feel like I know that they probably can't get into too many details, but again it's just it's frustrating because like i was talking to adam luckett on the way here about this you know kentucky basketball um it it does it it has a hold over our emotions in this state i mean people's like happiness or lack thereof does sometimes tend to 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 go with whatever you know if kentucky wins or loses it's just i don't know it just all seems so ridiculous that we're talking never even talking about this you you wouldn't have this you just don't have this situation i just don't believe you would have this at like any other like blue bloods i just don't believe like duke couldn't get a player in and that's duke you know what i mean like it's just it's it's silly like i'm not devaluing you know education at kentucky he's not here for the education though can i make that any more clear he's here to play basketball who cares i don't care if these guys ever pass a class if they want to take advantage of their of the uh, scholarship that they get at any point, that's awesome. Good for you guys that you guys are going to class. I'm more with Chester from a call from several years ago. I don't care what these guys' grades are. I don't care what they get their degrees in. They're here to play basketball. They're now have NIL deals. Why are we just pretending that they're not professional athletes? They are not student athletes. They are basketball players and football players and volleyball players and baseball players who happen to go to a class every once in a while. Like, why? UNC had paper classes a few years ago. Why are we pretending like we have to follow these stupid ass rules? Like this just makes no sense. And and um, I mean, who knows? Who knows how how good this kid will be? You uh, went through it a few weeks ago, going through uh, you know kind of a mixed review on on you know his abilities. But you know, if it, it would really suck, it would really suck if he did not end up at Kentucky, go somewhere else, and has a big year. I mean, we would be watching going, man, Kentucky has a really good team this year. Oh, but what if we had Svonimir Vicious? Um, we'd be unstoppable. Feels like we've said that about a few Cal teams. You know, you think Jody Meeks adding on to that 2010 team would have been different. I would hate for it to be because we have something like just because he couldn't get in because of this stuff. I mean, it's so ridiculous. As long as he's cleared by the NCAA, which, again, that's stupid, like – as long as like we have NIL now, all these rules are different. Why are why are we pretending to care about this? Yeah, and that's I think Cal's part, Cal's stance. And look, I don't, you know, I, I do think academics matter, and I, I do think this kid is smart. Like again, he speaks four languages. If you watch his Pacers uh, pre-draft interview, the the kid speaks. And it's not just bland surface level English. It's you know, he had the, the, the humor and he understood the, the quips and the, you know, it, it was below the surface stuff where if you just have a simple conversation with him, it's very clear that this kid would not struggle and their random Sean Smith appears. Thank, thank God. But this, this is not a kid that would struggle in a learning environment, which is clearly, again, I don't think the the UK academic side is coming from a bad place. I think on a very surface level, it's very important to have international students be able to be comfortable in their environment. And if you go on the international page and uh, advice for incoming international students at the University of Kentucky and what it takes to get to that point, there there's a lot of they go above and beyond for resources and comfort and inclusion and diversity and making sure that these kids feel above and beyond welcome at the University of Kentucky. So I understand if why these tests are necessary and why Big Z needs to pass them. But the ball is in the admissions uh, office hands where Eli Capaluto has the flexibility to say, Big Z, you are in. We understand that, okay, yeah, for whatever circumstances, and we're going to talk about the circumstances about the passing and the failing of the classes that, or the, the, the English proficiency exam, what happened behind the scenes there. But just talking to this kid and knowing how he operates, this kid, it, you wouldn't be doing a disservice to the kid by letting him in with this waiver. And I think that's where the, uh, the, the frustration comes from. You, you, there's no reason to deny the kid 
off of a off of a technicality. No, and I don't know what all you've said to this point, but you know what I was going to lead off with with was that it, it's frustrating from entire program standpoint because it's been such a good summer. You've had everything that they did in Toronto, everything you've done the last few weeks, building this roster together, seeing this roster coming together. And now you have your own university kind of putting up a stand against your basketball program and, and against what's going on here. And that's the frustrating thing about it. Is it Cal can't do anything about this? Zavonimir can't do anything about this. Me and you, like the fans are trying their best to do something about it, but it, it just doesn't make any sense to, to, to why this is even an issue. Like he committed on August 1st, that's when we recorded our podcast. You've had all this time to get everything handled. I literally talked to somebody last week that he actually had reached out to someone, a barber here, and was planning to be in Lexington and started to get to know people and know the community and everything. It's just frustrating that we're at this point right now and then them releasing the statement tonight. My take on this is if you have to say anything at all, what are then what are you defending here? Like it was a bunch of back and forth and, and jibber jabber with the whole thing that it kind of just threw it all out. Anything that they said there, just I was like, what are we even getting at by the end of the, the tweet? Yeah, and I think the, the miscommunication and, and on their their part, the misinformation, uh, I, I don't think so. And, and Matt went on, on Twitter and, and clarified this, and it, it was accurate that the ad drop date was before. So he the part of – a you know six or seven minutes of accurate information that that brief part about the ad drop date was put in there so it gave uk a there's so much mis- misinformation out there uh so much lying and bs and it, you know it, it it created a blanket statement to not address any of it they didn't clarify a single thing that that is going on with this like they they they, they took a lot of stuff Reported by a lot of people. This is not just KSR versus UK. This is a lot of media members coming together to talk about how ridiculous this all sounds for a 95% acceptance rate university to be digging their heels in on, on this very specific issue. So I think that led to that. And in, in, in by putting out that statement, it only led to more pushback that said, so instead of just saying, we're dealing with it. Just give us some time. Go cats. Like instead of doing that, they pushed back on the media narrative side and kind of wanted to throw jabs in that realm to almost build up more animosity, build up, make this become something even bigger that it did not need to be, which I think was a terrible look on their part. Well, see, that's, that's what I was going to say. Like, why isn't every, like you want everyone working together in this situation because you want to do what's best for big Z, right? And what is best for him is getting him to campus letting him start his collegiate career, taking classes, enrolling in classes, getting around his teammates. But yet, like you said, when you put out all that stuff and you're saying, oh, there's misinformation out there, you're not working together to help the problem at all. You're just adding more, more fuel to it. And then honestly, like you, you've got the, the push today from Kentucky fans starting the hashtag on Twitter. And I mean, that thing went crazy in what, 20 to 30 minutes. And then you see a message from Big Z in an Instagram DM thanking fans for sticking up for him like he clearly his, his, his reading comprehension looked good there it, it certainly did and and the, i think the, the more frustrating thing about it is if this doesn't get done then how foolish is the admissions department going to look when he enrolls at another college and place somewhere else because they have no issues getting him in worst case scenario cannot happen that would be the biggest black eye imaginable for a university that really does not have a leg to stand on from that perspective. Like there were 22,200 and people, 200 ish people that got accepted in the 2023, 2022, 2023 academic year. And like less than a thousand got denied like a 95 true 95% acceptance rate. And this is where we're going to draw the line in the sand. Absolute insanity. Let's dig into some of the specifics and try to play devil's advocate on Kentucky's side and poke holes in the argument as a result of it. From my understanding, he has taken at least two English proficiency exams. One of them, from my understanding, he passed, but it was not approved. But it was not an approved test according to the University of Kentucky and therefore would not be uh, accepted from uh, saying that he, he w- w- 
still remained not proficient uh, in in English. There was a second test that uh, he took. He passed all sections but one, a reading se- a reading section, and therefore did not pass the overall overall test. The issue on Big Z's part and the issue on the Univers- University of Kentucky basketball program's part is Big Z has a learning disability. From my understanding, he is dyslexic and did not have the the accommodations and resources ava- made available to him when taking this test to justify a failing grade and to justify him, the UK not accepting this exam. His stance is, had I... You know, had, had this not been thrown onto my lap at the last second, and I had I been able to get the resources allocated to me, and that you would ultimately get at the University of Kentucky as a student, that all, like I said to start the show, all international students, uh, you know, that tutors are made available and translators, and uh, that they go above and beyond to the students on campus, the inter- the international students on campus, to make them feel comfortable and welcomed in an academic environment. He felt that he didn't have that granted to him when taking this test that he failed. So one test drew through a red flag for the, for the University of Kentucky admissions. The other he did not pass. So on Kentucky side, on the academic side, he has two. One was a red flag. One was a failing grade. Two tests. Neither of them were a go, and that's what has led to this holdup. On his side, he's saying. Everything that I've done necessary, I've I've presented passing scores. One of one of the one of the set out of two total tests, one of the segments I did not pass, and it was for reading. And because I didn't have the accommodations necessary to present a, a passing grade, that has led to this holdup. So he's saying I've presented everything necessary that I that that I need to do to be admitted into the school. The basketball department is saying he's done more than plenty. There are a lot of students on campus right now that don't speak as well as him, uh, you know, don't write as well. Don't, all of the, the stuff that goes into this and being comfortable in an academic environment, he is already goes above and beyond a lot of the kids already on campus. So there's a lot of frustration on Avisic's side and on the basketball program side that what, why are we going so far out of our way to make this kid feel unwelcomed by the, the the academic program. So it's frustrating, Sean. It's very frustrating that a kid that should not be withheld from an, you know this opportunity to play at the University of Kentucky to go to school at the University of Kentucky uh, based off of what what should be a formality for most students entering this program that. Uh, is unfortunately withholding him from that due to a technicality. Yeah. And, and it's not like that. He just now announced his commitment. You know, it's not like he waited till late August or right near the semester starting. I mean, this was something that happened in late July and early August. And you mentioned those accommodations that he didn't have. Like if Kentucky has given this plenty of time, I mean, when did John Calipari officially announce him? Do you remember? Was it was, it's been at least what, three weeks? August 12th is when we got a tweet from Cal. And I believe August 14th is when we got the official press release from the university of Kentucky indicating that he, he is signed, sealed and delivered. And shortly thereafter was when the locker was, I was there at fantasy camp solved was right there in big Z's locker everything on the basketball department side was full go mid August. They've, they've been expecting him to be here and he should be here with his teammates and, and going through workouts and walking to classes and getting to know everybody. Unfortunately, that's, that's not the case, but given that we've now had five or six weeks since his commitment, all this stuff should have already been maybe communicated to him, to Kentucky, to the staff, and, and we know that this isn't on the staff. And I know some people was getting confused the last few days thinking this was an eligibility thing. You can't even get to those things until you get him to campus and you get him enrolled. And you can't get him here until he's accepted into the university. Like, here's the kid that is literally waiting, probably has all this stuff ready to roll, just waiting to get accepted and get here. But here he is, not in the United States, just thinking, okay, am, am I going to end up at Kentucky? What, what happens to me now? Like, it's frustrating, and I can't imagine the frustration on his end. I cannot imagine the frustration on Cal's side. And just from a PR standpoint, you've, you've won in PR all summer, this program has. 
but this is kind of taking some of that positivity now and, and casting a negative light on the university because they're literally with like pushing back on this whole situation. And it just does not make sense because I don't think we're having the student's best interest at hand with this situation. Like this, this has to get done. And that's Cal's stance is Eli Capolito has the, I don't want to say a magic wand, but he has the, the power to say, we understand. We, we, we want Big Z here. We want to make him feel welcome. Let's make this happen. Go Cats. He has that flexibility. And John Calipari saying, why are we going above and beyond to go against this? Like, is it a personal thing? Is it a, like, why are we choosing this circumstance to dig our heels in and go anti-basketball? And it's, look, the basketball program is practicing in the same facility as the, as the volleyball program. Cal has been begging for this new practice gym, you know, getting the funding from his own former athletes and NBA superstars, Anthony Davis, John Wall, DeMarcus, he's, he's getting all of the funding and going to, 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 you know, the administration and saying, can I, can we get this built? And it's always, well, let's kick the can down the road. Let's push this off to a later date. You, you know, it, it always feels like basketball is coming second and third and fourth to other other things. And it's like, since when, as Stephen so eloquently said to start the show, since when is the basketball program taking a backseat to everything else around campus when the basketball program at its core, at its root, has always been the calling card of the University of Kentucky? Why is it that John Calipari has to beg to get guys enrolled into the school because of a, of, a, of a technicality on something that should have been a formality at this point. Like, it is September 5th. He has his guys back on campus. They're working out. Classes have started. The season begins. I mean, we are uh, a month away from Big Blue Madness, a month and a half away from Big Blue Madness, and we're still questioning if Zonomir Visage is going to be even allowed to take classes at the University of Kentucky while also risking the PR nightmare that would be Big Z saying, you know what, all of this is way too much hassle. There are other schools that are dying to have me be a part of their program and help them win a national championship. And they're already committing themselves to to, to saying, oh, yeah, the, the no hassles, no, no headaches whatsoever about getting into our school. Just sign. We'll make it happen. When you have that situation and... Big Z is stuck. You know, he can't get a student visa until he gets enrolled, you know, until he gets admitted into the, the school. He cannot get a student visa. So he is sitting in Croatia with twiddling his thumbs right now going, well, this is getting really tiring. This is getting really boring. It'd be nice if we got some clarity on this sooner rather than later. Well, and, and the thing is, is like as he's sitting there, you know, other schools are thinking, OK, is, is this kid going to become available? Because if he is. We're, we can get him enrolled and then he plays elsewhere and then Kentucky fans and everybody has to sit there all season and watch and, and see this kid possibly play for and suit up for another program. And that, that's not the way it should be. And uh, it just, it just doesn't make any sense why we're in this situation. And I, I don't get it. Like I don't even, I don't even know why you'd even take the risk of the, the negative PR that comes from this. And, and I guess my thing is what is stopping Dr. Eli Capilouto from, from going out and just, clearing it and just saying, Hey, he needs to get here. He, he he's enrolled. Like what is holding that back, Jack? Like, cause you know that he has to know how negative this would be portrayed on Kentucky and on the university. If this does not get done. And then, you know, what else this would do too moving forward. That's an angle for other coaches to negatively recruit against you in international recruiting. And that's also a massive part of this. Part of the reason why Chuck Martin was brought on to this coaching staff was was strictly because of his connections with international recruiting. That dude knows how to go overseas and get dudes. He knows how to evaluate talent overseas. He's comfortable over there. You're basically taking that aspect of what he does best away from him if opposing schools are now going to be able to go, did you see that absolute disaster that was a visa trying to get into the University of Kentucky? You're telling me you want to be a part of that? Like, yeah, they brought in guys to go get those dudes, but you want to join a program that can't even get you into school? Why don't you come to us? That's a that's a school with a 95% acceptance rate, and they couldn't even get you in. Why don't you come to us? We'll get you figured out. It is an absolute 
disgrace, a, a, a PR nightmare if this unfolds the way it very well could. Big Z saying, I'm tired of this. I'm exhausted. All I want to do is go to, go to the United States and hoop. And decides to back out of his commitment and sign with somebody else and be on campus next week. Like, th- this is going to move quickly one way or the other. I was told earlier today that it's at least the ball is at least moving. And, and, you know, there's at least some type of movement in the admissions office. It's got to move faster. It's it. I don't think that there is, I said, as I said, I don't think there is a midnight deadline to get this done tonight. But that's not the concern. It's not about getting him in in some ad drop window. The, the concern is Big Z is frustrated and pissed off and says, you know what? This isn't worth the time. I can go somewhere else and bring my own talents and abilities elsewhere and help them win a national championship because they can get me into school. And that is something that absolutely cannot happen at the University of Kentucky. No, and you know I've seen some people today too saying, like, how did the staff not know about this? Well, I – I'm going to say that they thought that everything was probably in order because this is a staff that in the past, Cal has had the Ennis Canner situation. He, he's had other situations. I fully believe that John Calipari had all of his ducks in a row when it comes to getting him here and all the things that required to get here. And now it's just, it's in the university's hands. This is not a John Calipari thing. Like this has nothing to do with anything that Cal has done wrong. Cal went to Eli Capilouto to get the, the, deadline extended for the ad drop date to say whoa 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 what's going on here come on like we can't just let this slide under the rug and say you know sorry it is what it is kid you're out like look at all Cal has gone above and beyond to make this happen and again he feels like his hands are tied because the ball is in the admissions offices and there's nothing that he can do beyond going to Eli Capilouto and saying bro what the hell what gives and I know, I mean, we're not talking who does more and, and stuff when it comes to programs, but look at all the things that this basketball program does in the community around the state that cast a really positive and good light on the people within it in the program every single year. And you can't tell me that, that you can't look and think, well, okay, what what is best for not just this program, but what is best for Big Z is to get him here. Because I'm willing to bet that that's a kid that when he gets here, he excels as a student and he has a successful college career and and everything. Like, the, why are why are we pushing back on this? Like you mentioned, the 95 percent that's been the thing that you've talked about with me all day. Is it just doesn't make any sense why this hasn't been taken care of already and why it keeps taking longer and longer to get there? Like, I, I don't understand. Like tomorrow, in my opinion, this needs to be done. Something needs to be done tomorrow. ASAP. Hey. And the Cowboy says, do you think that they should break their their admission rules for him? That's not very fair. Do you think that a student with learning disabilities uh, should be forced to take an English proficiency exam without the accommodations necessary to take that exam? I don't. I, I, I think if you're going to provide that, those same services once they arrive into the United States, I think that they should be able to have those same resources uh, uh, made available to them w- when trying to get into the program. That, that's, I mean, that that's at least my take on it. And again, if you just watch this kid talk, if you just have one simple conversation with him, it's very clear. The, the, the reason why you have an English proficiency exam for a student trying to get it in the University of Kentucky is specifically for the student's sake. It's for his comfort level to avoid him sitting in a room by himself hearing the professor tell jokes and students laughing around him and, uh, you know, discussions and homework and, and, and all of these different things, a classroom environment setting where the, the international student takes a step back and goes, I have no idea what the hell's going on. I am completely out of my element right now. It's to avoid that circumstance. So if this kid who was able to go through the pre-draft inter- interview process and talk to NBA teams about, him playing professionally for them in the world's most competitive sport at the highest level, you're telling me that kid, and there is video evidence of him being totally comfortable in that setting, you're telling me that kid couldn't vouch for himself and say, I'm good, you know, I'm totally okay with going and, and holding my own in the classroom setting. I'll be fine. Like, 
if the, if this is for the student, for the international student and his comfort and his academic setting, why are we not taking that into account here? Basically went through job interviews, you know, with NBA teams, right? And and was the, you put that video out? I think yesterday of the one with the Indiana Pacers. He handled that interview just fine. Lo- looks like someone who can come here and, and thrive in that setting. And as you mentioned, speaks four different languages. Like this, this has to get done. And not just because it would be a negative impact to the university and to the program and be used against them, but it has to get done for him. This is where he wants to be. He committed here five or six weeks ago. You know, Cal feels a sense of responsibility on him right now to get this done. And that's probably the thing that's weighing on Cal the most right now. Cal's probably not necessarily thinking about how he contributes to the basketball team in this very moment. It's about, okay, I went and I've recruited this kid. I've told him I've done all these things. And now that might not work out. I've got to get this kid here because that's where he needs to be. So, you know, Cal as a coach and a mentor kind of here is feeling some pressure on his end to get him on campus and to get this all worked out. Not just from a basketball standpoint, but from a from human standpoint. Yeah, it's it's frustrating. And if you were to ask me right now, as of eight oh nine p.m. on Tuesday night, do do you think this gets done at the end of the day? I I think it. There's no choice but for it to get done on the university side. University side. I know it's easy to dig your heels in and say, you know what, there's misinformation out there. And, you, you know, we know what's actually going on behind the scenes. It's always more complicated than uh, it's made out to be publicly. If if it weren't complicated, he'd be here. If everything was, if, if all the ducks were in a row, if everything was in order, he would be with the team participating in workouts this afternoon with the rest of them. He is very anxiously waiting, uh, uh, awaiting this opportunity that John Calipari has provided him. His dream is to play for this university to get to the NBA and show his showcase his abilities at the highest level. And that's being withheld from him right now due to a technicality. Are we really going to do this shot? Are, are we really going to be the school that says, this is what we're going to dig our heels in. This is going to be something that we don't budge on and allow the absolute PR train wreck that would be Evisage going elsewhere. I guess I, so. I don't think it happens. I, I was going to ask you what, and it's hard, but what time frame do you think that we need to be working with? Like, I mean, it's like you said, it's 810 right now. It, it's not getting done at this very moment. If it does get done tonight, then great. But if it doesn't, how? when do you think it needs to be done before we really reach that concerning point to where like, okay, maybe Big Z looks at this and says, I've had enough. I'm going elsewhere. I'm done with UK. We tried. It didn't work out. I'm going somewhere else. Like what time frame do you think we need to be working with here? This week at the latest. The, I don't think it's tonight. But I, I think it's got to get done. And I don't, again, I think, I think Eli could, has the flexibility to wave this in whenever, whenever he so chooses. So with, with, you know, within reason, you can't just say, poof, uh, this kid's eligible November 18th. Like, you know, it, it's, it's got to be within reason. And, and we are still within that window of reason for him. But I think we're past the point. The reason why we're talking about this right now. The reason why it's gone public as loud as it has is because we're already within that danger territory. And I think it's it's not because of any university deadline. That's already, I mean, that, that was late August. Like we're already past that ad, that ad drop deadline. Our concern right now, the, the concern right now is keeping Big Z happy and content and going, no, hey, we, we got this. Everything's fine. You're going to be here. You're going to be a damn good basketball player for us. Just be patient. We got this. That's that's what I think Cal is trying to massage right now. It's a very delicate, fragile situation because it has gone on way too long. Big Z, from my understanding, was supposed to be – today was like the, the end of the road last day that he was supposed to be here. Like from my understanding from last week that like – 
he was planning to fly out today to, to arrive as soon as the ho- the Labor Day holiday was over. We can get, you know, get this week started off on a positive note. Let's get him in the classes. Let's get him cleared and, and all that stuff. Like today was the, all right, let's, let's get this taken care of. Let's get him here. And that is now past. And I think that's where that uncertainty comes from on Cal's side where it's like, Dude, something's got to give here. We got to get this kid here. Like, we can't just keep kicking the can down the road and and uh, withholding him for what? For for what reason? What is the what is the root cause of this on UK side to say you know what? This is what we're gonna dig our heels in. Like, what what is their reasoning behind it? And I think that's where Calipari is going. Why is it personal? Like, is it a basketball thing? Is it a you're trying to make a prove a point with this or well, what? And and that's my thing, right? Like if, if you're Cal, you know, in Cal's mind, he, there's, there's a road there where he's thinking, okay, like, you know, I know there's been a lot of frustration and things with this program over the last few years. Like, is this just aimed negatively towards me in this program? Like, is this something that is personal? Cause if it is like, once again, you're hurting, yeah, you're hurting the university and the basketball team, but you're also hurting the student in this situation. Is that what we really want to do? Like, is that the reputation and the model that we want to follow? Because if it is like, I don't know who wants to be a part of that when it comes down to it. And this is an opportunity though. Like we've mentioned Eli Capaluto multiple times. And I think, you know, we put it in the chat a minute ago, like, is this an opportunity for Eli to step in and get some good PR with the university and the fan base and stuff and say, look, this is enough. Enough is enough. He is admitted to university. He's a student athlete here. He's going to be on campus. It just felt like the, the the statement that was put out today actually, I think, frustrated me more than anything had up until the point of it going out because it was just pointing fingers and it wasn't really saying, hey, let's fix this. We're going to get this worked out. We're doing the best we can. Give us some time here. All it did was point fingers at something else. So who like and who's putting out the misinformation? Like what? Like if what's what rumors? What misinformation? Yeah, and I heard uh, following that the we're all working together to get this job done. I heard after that it was like, well, I don't know who those individuals are because here at the basketball inside the basketball department, we're not seeing those conversations. We're not we're not seeing that. And then that's when the ball started started moving a little bit. And uh, this has nothing to do with not caring about like the academic side at the university. Like I'm not saying that or anything. It's just. When you throw out that 95% acceptance rate, I mean, what? I mean, come on. And, and yeah, that, that's what Lance D says. It's sad how the fans don't care anymore about academics at UK. And I know Steven's rant at the beginning of the show um, contradicts that just, just a little bit. But I, I, I think what Steven was trying to say and what we're trying to, the, the message we're trying to convey is, it's not about fans not caring about the academics because I do. And, and these, these student athletes do too. Like they, they, they care about being, you know, or else big Z would go play for the G league or he'd stay overseas. And he'd like part of being at a, at a university is being a part of the, the, the college experience. And that, you know, that's, that's clearly a part of it. The issue is why is Kentucky choosing to take the moral high ground for this circumstance in particular when you have a 95% except when you have proven time and time again that you don't care about if this kid has a 3.8 versus a 3.6 y'all get it if you have a 2.8 you probably you're probably okay because if that check clears then the new bright beautiful dorms on campus get built and that's all that matters if that check clears you're good in UK's book I was a University of Kentucky student. I was a graduate from the University of Kentucky. I just got a phone call last week from the Alumni Association going, hello, Jonathan Pilgrim. We are so excited to talk to you today. We miss you at the, here at the University of Kentucky. Would you like to con- make any contributions to your alma mater? Like, all they care about is money. It's, it's a university. A 95% acceptance rate university cares exclusively about the money. So, for them to take the moral high ground on this case in particular feels a little odd. It feels a little personal. So it has nothing to do with fans not caring about academics and players not caring about academics. It's what the academic side has proven in their stance about letting, literally, if you have a pulse in, 
go on. As long as that check clears and you're breathing, you're you're all you're good in our book. <laughs> Why are they choosing this case right now to make a stance? Well, that's what I was going to say. It's not necessarily about what they do after they get here. You know, like we we know that as an athletic athletics department, UK is right there every single year when it comes to to overall GPA and within the the basketball program and players graduating and coming back and everything like we we know that Cal has been big on the academic side of it even though he's mixed in a lot of one-year guys to the NBA how many guys have come back and started working on degrees late in their time here like it just it doesn't make any sense that you're digging your heels in on this issue at this time involving this situation like it just it doesn't make any sense to me oh I'm fired up Sean let's uh let's pay some bills real quick. Uh, uh, the Source Say Podcast is brought to you by Andy Ludicky and MyPerfectFranchise.net. Are you ready to leave the corporate rat race for the American dream looking for a side hustle while working your current job, wanting to diversify, build wealth, and or leave a legacy? Andy can help. Andy is a franchise consultant as well as franchise owner and helps people find franchises that fit their skill sets, financial requirements, time to commit, and more. His services are 100% free and he is here to help you if you have any questions about business ownership. You can learn more and contact Andy anytime at www.myperfectfranchise.net. Also, our very good friends at Game Time, uh, my very new best friends in the ticket purchasing world. You have experience with them. I believe you just wrapped up your uh, your, your first like event with them. You purchased tickets through them, and you went to the event. How did your weekend go? Oh, it, it was great. The Reds won on a walk-off late. Had great seats. Nine of us together. Uh, someone actually purchased a ticket late that went with us using the Game Time app. I, I tweeted a picture out of me and uh, tagged Game Time. No, it was a good experience. It was easy. Ticket scan, no problem. Right in the stadium, uh, definitely. That that's 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 what I'll be using when I buy last minute tickets. Yeah, I just went to the UK Ball State uh, opener on Saturday. Uh, I very fortunately had a the, the ticket given to me, so I didn't even have to do this, but. EKU game is this weekend. I know uh, a lot of our listeners here are going to be going to that game. Make sure you go to the Game Time app. Use that promo code KSR. You uh, do not want to miss it. They, they will have the absolute lowest tickets made available to you. Um, Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, as Sean very in, very clearly uh, indicated. They were able to get it literally right before the game started. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price if you find tickets in the same section and row for less. Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticket app in the country country for a reason get t- images of your seats before you buy so you know exactly what to expect how did that go by the way the uh having the image uh, of what your seat will look like versus what you actually got once you got to great american ballpark no it was it was good we got to see exactly where we we're going to be sitting and uh get the view from the seats as well someone actually purchased a, a better ticket than we did as a group because it's hard to find non-seats together at the at the best part of the stadium but uh, somebody did get a good seat but he uh, chose to uh, move to the section that we were in and sit in the upper level but all of us together it, it was a really good experience and i think that's probably the coolest feature that they have is you can literally sit down in your seat before you ever buy them. look at this i am I'm, I'm on the eku game right now it t- tells you uh what the, t- the the price adjustments are how things are going high or low i just got a 10 percent off deal for uh right dead middle of the, of the uh, stadium row eight for 194 dollars a piece the cheapest ticket you can get 24 dollars a piece awesome stuff there you do not want to miss it snag the tickets without the stress with game time download the game time app create an account and use promo code ksr for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account redeem code ksr for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed sean let's let's start wrapping this thing up what what's the resolve here what what is the end result here that makes everybody happy that makes the school look good that resolves a pretty tricky situation that I unfortunately think has not helped uh, the relationship between John Calipari and the, the school itself. Well, it's already going to be Wednesday, right? So to me, the the smoothest thing is to to get this kind of taken care of here in the next day or so. 
and then plan to get him here this weekend to start rolling into everything next week. Like I feel like it's it's you're crunched right now to get not just him, all the things that come with him, his his belongings, like his clothing, like anything that's coming with him. Like this is asking a lot in a very little time frame to get done. So I think sometime in the next 24, 48 hours, you need to have all this thing figured out, get him here, give him the weekend to get here, get settled in, and then you get started with everything next week and let him get around the team. That is what needs to be done. If that's not what is done, then next week's episode, I'm not going to be very happy. Sitting the here. next show in the next couple of days because yeah, we, we will have to have a follow-up to – really get into the meat and potatoes of this, which I really do not want. Yeah. You're, to do. You're, well, regardless, we need a good news episode if we get good news. And then if it's not good news, we're still gonna have to talk about it and, and, and get through it. But I would say you're probably going to hear from us a lot sooner than Tuesday. So this is the last big hurdle before big Z plays basketball, at the university of Kentucky. So though he is not, technically cleared by the NCAA clearinghouse for his eligibility at the University of Kentucky. It is my understanding that Kentucky has all of those ducks in a row, everything regarding his amateurism, everything regarding his academics, everything has been okayed to allow him to play basketball at the University of Kentucky. The only thing holding this up is this damn English proficiency exam. Once that gets cleared, once he gets the go-ahead, the window is still open. Like If we're talking positively here, the window is still open. Eli Capaluto could wake up tomorrow morning and say, you know what, this is so stupid. I, I don't know why we even have been dealing with this back and forth. Let's just get this kid in. T tell, you know, if things could have moved faster on the basketball department side and getting things order. And, and, you know, from the time he was announced August 14th through, you know, that, that 12 day period to the, the ad date, if things could have moved quicker there, let them know that, let them say, Hey, we're going to let this through. We know, we understand that you guys are going to start ramping things up with international student athletes moving forward. If this is going to be a common thing, let's make sure that we get this paperwork in, in in a timely manner so we don't have to deal with this stuff again. And I guarantee you it will be a thank you. We appreciate the, the leniency on this. We understand that could have been more timely. Yeah, it's frustrating. A lot of stupid red tape to cut through. This is new for us, too. We'll get it fixed. Don't worry about it. And then you're good. Like that, that is what needs to be the end, end result to me. And I'm hoping that that's the case for Eli Capilouto, that he wakes up in the morning and says, you know what, let's, let's make this happen. This is, this is a nothing burger and we've made it something uh, very unnecessarily substantial, only emphasized by a massive statement from uh, an official UK spokesperson put out by the official university of Kentucky uh, academic page. And the longer it goes, the the more you're putting Big Z at a disadvantage about getting here and settling in and, and getting involved in those classes, those classes that have already started and things like if if that's that's the thing that I'm getting at, like get him here so he can get acclimated into to the environment. He can get accommodations that are needed to whatever he needs to do to be sure that he's enrolled and ready to go. And then you can't get on to, like you said, the, everything else with the NCAA. That, that's the stuff that I was saying that John Calipari 100% was, take, was taking care of before he ever even took the commitment. Because there's no way he was going to take a commitment and think, hmm, we'll try to get him eligible. Like that stuff was already taken care of. Like that, given what they've been through as a program with things like that in the past, I think that was easily the, the, the easiest thing to clear. But you can't take those steps officially until he is enrolled and on campus. Yeah, that has to get done. It, in my early conversations with those around the program about this situation, they almost took it personally about the amateurism and the academic side. They were like, no, no, no. Like, this has been in the works for a long time. We know all of that stuff. We're good. We got this done. You know, he, he you know, he, we, we have his grades. His grades look awesome. You know, his amateurism, his amateur status has been cleared and confirmed with us. Like they thought they had everything situated before this. Buddy says, you know, things are serious because Sean isn't in his car. Well, but he also wasn't in the show for the first 10 minutes either. So, you know, pick, pick your battles here. Been doing so well. 
I've not been in a car since April. I've not had an internet issue all summer. And I about went to my car just to see if it would work. And I know that you were like, somebody was texting me. is like, please get in here. Jack is like, <laughs> it's like you were searching for me. Well, I, I literally, I finished my ad read. My, 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 I finished my opening and I turn and I'm by myself. I'm like, are we even live right now? Is anybody even listening to this right now? I had no idea what the deal was. So yes, the, the very first like two, three minutes were very, very freaking uncomfortable uh, for for me, but you know, had had you said, "Hey, I'm five minutes late, just get the show rolling, and I'll get it figured out from there," I would have been totally fine. I would have said, "You know what? Screw it. Yeah, I'll ramble for a little bit, and we'll get this figured out." But it was just the unknown factor that I just really had no damn idea what was going on, and I was, I was like, melting oh. down in the group chat. You can just go check them. Trust me. Yeah. So if you if you listen to this back, and I sound like a blubbering idiot, more so than usual. I mean, I know this is the uh, epitome of fake news and misinformation per the university of Kentucky. So, uh, you know, just be beyond the normal stuff. If I sound even more of a, a blubbering idiot, just understand it. I was really uncomfortable to start this, but hopefully, uh, we, we finish a little bit strong, even though who was it? The Sandman says, these guys love to hear them speak themselves speak. Blah, 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 blah. I love to hear you talk, Jack. <laughs> all right let's uh, let's wrap this thing up I, i'm not seeing any questions in, in the chat a lot of people clearly interested in uh how this is all unfolded there is not any final solution to this as of 8 29 p.m eastern time on tuesday night but things are at least moving the ball is moving in some type of direction in my opinion positive because Per the University of Kentucky, conversations are going on. And it was my understanding that as of yesterday, conversations really weren't going on. So uh, at least we're getting things trending in the right direction. Hopefully it results in the correct decision on the University of Kentucky's part to allow Zonimir Avisic uh, into the school, let him get on campus, get these classes started. This is an absolute nothing burger. This is nonsense. Let's 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 all move on. We, we so, do not need to uh, deal, deal with the backlash. Of this so was, was Steven like throwing... Hundred mile per hour fastballs out of the bullpen. My God, dude, you gotta. I mean, just just re just re listen to it, man. He he starts this he starts this show like I mean, just reared back, ready to just gah! Like oh man, he, it was it was some good stuff. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm glad we got that uncomfortable moment to uh, you know give Stephen the platform to kind of. Uh, rant a little bit because yes that is the unfiltered version of how absolutely ridiculous the situation is and why hopefully by the end of the week we can all laugh about this and we can just say remember when we kind of thought that big z wasn't going to end up here and now he's here and yay go cats that's what i'm open for let's make this happen <sighs> take a deep breath sean smith let's get out of here where can fans find your work you can follow me on x formerly known as twitter at gbb country Find me on Twitter as well, at Jack Pilgrim KSR. Reach out to me via email, jpilgrim at kentuckysportsradio.com. With that, we'll be back next time, very hopefully soon, and with positive news to bring on the Source Say Podcast. We will see you then. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, 
Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.